welcome to Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me, as always, is Trevor Scott. Hello. How's it going, Trevor? Good. Our last recording session before you leave. That's right, yeah. So, you'll be hearing this... By the time you're hearing this, it will be my final few weeks <laughs> in over Canada. in Canada. <laughs> a, long, uh, a long 10, 11, 12 weeks, something like that, that I'm going away for. Uh, we've been banking these episodes, and uh, yeah, let's let's get into it. It's currently the first of June. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it'll be August by the time anyone hears this. So, should we predict to the future what's going to happen in August? Um, before August, AI apocalypse. Uh, uh, Trump will be charged with multiple counts of some being bullshit douchewad. Yeah, because that's going to Biden's going to bring that in as a. There's a crime. No more being a douchewad. Anyway. I mean, I mean, the entire Republican Party would be in deep, deep trouble then. Oh, yeah. No, they're gone. They're, they're fucked. Uh, what are we doing tonight, Trevor? Uh, Click pitch worked really well last week. Yeah. For those three episodes. Right. So, <laughs> let's, let's do it. Let's, let's continue Back going. to our classic one-word click pitch. Yeah. Uh, so, this is a game where we each have a random word generator in front of us. And on the count of three to one click... We are going to get a noun each. Uh, well, it's not always a noun. It's, anyway, a, it's a word. It's, it's a, a word. word each. A single word each. Uh, announce them to uh, each other and to you, dear listeners. And uh, then use that as a jumping off point for a video game design. Yeah. Purely improvised. <laughs> off the dome. Off the dome. So let's do it. Three, two, one, click. Three, two, one, clickety boo. Limping. Music. Oh. Okay. That's a- I wonder if- Maybe not specifically around, like, limping, but something where your gait, G-A-I-T, is affecting the rhythm of something, like music that's being played and you maybe bring in different instruments where their tempo is based on their gait- I kind of like the idea, and I'm not sure if this is where you were going, but kind of like Stomp the Musical, where, you know, it was all based off people doing random things. Right. And- <laughs> Well, I think, sim- yes, in some way, in some way that would be good, but I was, I was kind of picturing almost like a- maybe not like an endless runner as such, but just that they- the the people- it's like a marching band or something, right? But made up of all weird instruments mm-hmm. and things. But yes, as you sort of add people to the band, they each have a different tempo that is affected by, you know, their, that affects their animation and how fast they walk and how fast they play the instrument. And their <laughs> footsteps could potentially be the percussion of, you know, so you bring someone in, they, they basically, as they walk, they do hi-hats and they're playing some sort of trumpet thing that just plays a melody to the to their rhythm, to their tempo. Mm-hmm. And- I guess maybe the more, like, the more, the better a fit for your tempo, the more effective they'll be at attacking or something. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm imagining someone with crutches and you get the ding, ding, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you like- can have all sorts of 
people in there. You've got someone on a wheelchair that's just like a constant kind of... <laughs> the squeaky wheel. Like this. The sque- yeah. <laughs> There's someone on a bike with those, with those um, like, spokes that, uh, you know... <laughs> that- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. The They're playing the like thirty-two note, thirty-tooth notes, or something. Thirty, um, yeah, super fast. And the idea is that you 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 let you know the certain people in um, at certain times yeah, to try and keep the rhythm going. So, yeah, I think you can choose, and maybe maybe there's some way that you can kind of alter their tempo slightly. As you bring them in, so that it lines up with your others, because you don't want to have like one person coming in at like 90 BPM and then someone next to them at like 137 or something. And it's just like completely never doesn't line up. I'm just imagining that the way that you actually do this, you you slow them down by them having to go through one of those like um, (laughs) obstacles in front. Obstacles in front. So they've got to like, oh, I've got to go through this, you know, the, the line- the line S, <laughs> S or whatever. <laughs> I don't know that that would slow like that. It wouldn't make as much sense though that their mute that their actual like performance is slower. Then they're just taking a longer path to keep up. Oh yeah, I mean, I guess maybe that would make sense because it, it turns out that f- the further along the line that they actually get, or closer to the end that they get, yeah. You know, that's when they're going to play their their instrument, you know, five times or four times within this. Oh, because they play it as they get to like a certain <laughs> yeah. sort of horizontal point or something. But they yeah to traveling. gamify it yeah. so that yeah 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 um yeah I, I don't know I like the idea of just constructing that band. This you just end up with this weird marching band. I don't know then what the actual gameplay is to for picking them up or oh you're fighting the or de- you're fighting the devil. Mm. Oh, I mean, as usual, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is he? Is that because he comes out with his fiddle? It's just musical. Yeah, while your cacophony is going on. All right, three to one click. Yeah, suffix bodice. Ooh. There's a suffix on a bodice. Can we add a suffix to bodice? Or no, I'm just way. thinking you got a bodice. So yeah, I'm it's like a some sort whatever. of vesty yeah. clothing thing. Yeah. So a suffix which would go at the end would be like wings and shit. Like it's add-ons. It's just add-ons to the bodice. Right. Okay. Okay. So we're not taking it necessarily as like the a, a word. That you would, add, you know, bodicism, <laughs> <laughs> but we're adding an extra word to it. So maybe it is around. You, you, so, you just I mean, get bodice to add could just be that's it. your base. <laughs> that's your base outfit, right? Like you're you're someone, yep. you're a woman, you're pre- or presenting as a woman in a bodice. Like you've got a cool gothish, maybe or like Victorian style or whatever you choose that would have a bodice. But then, yes, the gameplay is all about adding to your costume, basically. Maybe it's a cosplay game. Oh, yeah. I, I, why has that never been sort of done where you can put mm. together your own cosplay shit and, like, it's an online game where you just, 
you put together your favourite cosplay sort of stuff that you can sort of sew together. I mean, is that and all basically like Second Life or something? <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> like games where you can really cut character customize. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. You give the tools to really build out impressive costumes, and then you get then you get to show them off to people in, in mm. like costume parades. Like, I know, especially that- if you can then allow for like lights and and mechanical stuff, but it has to be functional. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I do kind of like, and this is something that is, has been in, in Fortnite quite a few times, there are um, there are people who have made maps where the whole idea is that they have, like, um, costume parades where hmm. they, they actually get to show their different- Just show off their skins. Show off their different skins and, and you know, have competitions of, you know, now I want to see something of this type. And, you know, if someone's got- Right, got you know, a, a, a costume, a costume that they've that they've sort of put together. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I'll, I'll choose the right skin. I'll choose the right. What's it called? If you, um, you know, choose the right back bling, choose the right pickaxe, choose the yeah, right yeah, emote yeah. or whatever. Gotcha, gotcha. Could so you? If you had that, but it was, but you were, you were able to grab from a uh, your, your own costumes that you've stuff made, that you've built. Like, yeah. And the idea yeah, is cool. that with cosplay that you do all that stuff yourself. Usually you don't buy mm. that stuff. So the fact no. that you can actually make some of this stuff within, you know, a, Yeah, that's interesting. You can tools. have a marketplace, but it's not a marketplace of costumes or costume pieces. It's the, the like, base pieces that you would then build from. Yeah, it's like bits of foam, but they're polygons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So are we? <laughs> you have to buy individual polygons. It's essentially just a modeling tool where you're buying polygons of a particular texture and size, <laughs> like with a particular texture applied. And if you want to change the UVs, you have to pay more money because <laughs> that's essentially like putting a new actual like physical material on it. Oh my god! Or at least like yeah, that'd just be fun, you know. No, but I do like I do like that idea of a very costume based sort of social experience. Then, in a way, yeah, um, where it, yeah, where you've just got a ton of a ton of creativity, a ton of tools that can be used creatively, and it has to be things. Then, like you have to think realistically about okay, what's the body size of the person or the you know size and shape of the person that needs to fit into this? Like it has to be realistic. But then, because then you get the people who are creative creatively building you know things with backward knees or like you know for you mm. know multiple legs or whatever that would still be functional by a person yeah. like could be able to fit a person in them um i mean essentially if you did it well enough it's just going to be a planning tool for people's actual cosplay but that's yeah. cool it's just a cad program yeah and yeah, then I think end of the game, like, in, I think there's going to be a solo, you know, single player sort of thing where you may actually be running like mm-hmm. a costume factory and you're, and, you know, you're going through and actually creating um, different things on commission and that sort of stuff. And uh, effectively what you're doing is you're, you're actually building up your own costume thing that you yeah. now have access to. In, Plus, you know, running your Instagram- and taking photos of yourself in the costumes you've made to, yeah. to you know, promote your business. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram filters, all that sort of stuff. Oh, and then at the end, you face off against, like, I don't the know, devil. the devil or a demon yeah, or something. Maybe the um, devil. Because, of course- The devil's into cosplay. Because, of course, you know, my word was suffix, so cruise suffix. Right. Crucifix. That makes sense yeah. then. Yeah. 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 
Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Three to one click. I'm sensing a theme. Contention. Hell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bunny. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Bunny in contention. Oh, this is like a low stakes argument between like two friends mm. who mm. over over like a literal bunny rabbit. Yeah, I think I think a bunny rabbit and the like bunny rabbit's hutch or whatever, you know, like Yeah, or just like maybe a nice little story about, you know, a couple of twelve year olds or something who decided that they were gonna look after this bunny together, but Oh, they went halves on it, but then they then they've had a falling out. Yeah, yeah. So now, so so now it's like it's they've almost got to go through like a divorce attorney sort of thing. Uh, But they're twelve years old, so (laughs) okay. I like that. Bring in kind of some of the Bluey esque uh, imaginative play of you know going all in on a concept. And so, yes, you've got. Either parents or other friends who are now playing all of the the parts in this civil case. I'm just imagining. This I'm just case. imagining one of their friends comes in. And is like, okay, I want to play the arbiter, and it's like we're going through arbitration. It's like, what's arbitration? It's something that my parents went through. You know, the arbiter. It's that character in Halo comes out dressed up in a. <laughs> <laughs> but those sorts of little things, like, yes, basically uh, <laughs> a custody battle through the lens of what children yeah. understand about it is very, is very fun. Yeah. Especially if, if all this kid knows is the word arbiter and everything else. Oh, I, I arbit that. <laughs> I- <laughs> Look, I've been doing a lot of arbiting. <laughs> And I and I've come to this. Conclusion. I've come to this arbit that um, the the rabbit is in arbit, and the rabbit is uh, and and there shall be uh, some arbits required before we decide who arbits the bunny. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like that yeah, is that's funny. So cool. Um, and the judge is just up there banging on the hammer because it's your three year old like. <laughs> sibling that <laughs> just wants to play with the hammer. The only reason they oh, use the hammer is it, if they it's one hundred percent stylized. Like I, I'm, I'm picturing you know two D art style, um, mm. not pixelized. I'm thinking more, you know. No, I'm almost picturing like I mean, there's an obvious reason for this, like, but like a Rugrat, like a Nickelodeon style, or or just something like a cartoonish style. Yeah. For and, sure, and then when it when it gets into the into the you know arbitration all that sort of stuff, you see the three year old with like the big powdered wig on and you yeah. know with with a like a ball peen hammer just making it, or just like one of those hammers with a like a squeaker on the end. <laughs> um, all right, so I love I love the I love the theme. I love the art style. What's the what's the game? Is it where we're just sort of making it, you know, narrative s? You know, well, I think I think you get to find out, you know, what happened on the day that they they purchased the robot, and you get to see little little vignettes. Right, so we maybe do little like flashbacks to sort of explain the backstory, and then they bring out a surprise witness of, you know, the pet store owner or something. Who, yeah. 
and maybe shifts maybe it changes like when you get the the other perspective you go back and see that flashback again but Dif- different LUT that that you run over it yeah so you get your different your different visual styles your different color color palette. so you can see yeah you so you know you know whose whose perspective you're viewing it from oh that i i mean i love lots you know <laughs> i love lots <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> i love lamp <laughs> yeah Lutz, for those people who are not in the know, like their lookup tables where it it'll remap, you know, the color the color spectrum to to like yeah, a, a basically certain, a, a way style. to like your Instagram filters essentially. You know, you go to your whatever your frosty style Instagram filter. It's essentially just changing all the colors based on looking up which color it should be based yeah. on what color it is. Um, and it's so lightweight for for video games and stuff like that because it's yeah because it's it is just that you keep the numbers in memory and you just and you change just it change per pixel by pixel oh it it came for it came for this color i'm going to give you this color and yeah. it's so really really cool and it means that you could just dress the scene once and just changing changing the lut depending on on who's whose memory it is could change the mm-hmm. the whole feel of the of the look. Yeah, if you do it right. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Alright. I think three one click. Sure. Oh, and we forgot what what happens at the end is the, the rabbit gets cut in half. And yeah, then and that, that summons the summons the devil. The, yeah. the devil, of course. Yeah. Sorry, I meant to say uh, that, but you know I mean I thought it was a given. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um <laughs> Bargaining sack. Bargaining sack. <laughs> All right, get in the bargaining sack, you two. You're not coming out to your reach a deal. Oh, no, they're going at it again. <laughs> hey, told you we should have got another sack for that. In there. <laughs> get, don't, don't make out of the bargaining sack. We've got the love sack for that. Damn it. The fuck sack. Gary, did you put Barry White in there again? Gary and Barry, get out of the get out of the love sack. <laughs> oh, you, you're calling it the love sack now. <laughs> well, then that's the other one. The bargaining sack's over here. Oh. Okay, I'll, I'll move. It's only to be used the, for bargaining. I'll move the Rod Stewart into the bar- bargaining sack. <laughs> yeah, that now that's the sort of music that you make a deal by. Yeah, exactly. Three to one click. I think we got one. as much out of bargaining sack as we can. Oh, and the devil was there. Uh, he was in. It was a different sack. He, he, was, different he sack. was actually Gary in disguise. He was in the hell. He was in the hell sack. Rod Stewart is the devil. Like, yeah, it's common knowledge. Uh, you, me, W E, me. Oh. <laughs> me. Mine's the sheep type of you, though. It's <laughs> so fucking perfect. <laughs> You, me. <laughs> um, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, mine is the sheep type of you, though. So, okay. Um, you- this is Trevor specifically uh, with a sheep. I-, I think in this game, for some reason, I've woken up and I'm now a sheep. Okay. Okay. A female sheep. A female sheep, specifically. Yeah. And I mean, you like- could do with a shearing, Trev. That beard's getting pretty, pretty sheep-like. Shaggy. Yeah. yeah, pretty woolly. Yeah. Oh, well, the- no. Yes. 
Yes, sheep have wool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, no, they don't. Trevor had a little, a little brain moment there. Shit. Sheep have, uh, it's just sort of like. Uh, it's cotton, isn't it? Cotton, right? Yeah, like <laughs> silk. Silk. <laughs> Some sort of chitinous material. Exoskeleton. <laughs> So you're Trevor, you it's wake actually up as a sheep neoprene. and you have to protect it's yourself with your, neoprene. with your neoprene exoskeleton. <laughs> neoprene, sh- neoprene sheep. Because <laughs> that's where neoprene comes from, doesn't it? It's just another another version of sheep. <laughs> yeah, totally. They just shear a sheep and uh, make wetsuits out of it. Um, okay. No, I like the idea of specifically Trevor Scott waking up as a sheep. Yes. Uh, is this sort of just like a, a bit of an arcadey kind of thing where you you are running away from the shearers yeah yeah or the kids who want to pet you or i mean i mean it's australian to like lamb so yeah i'm, I'm yeah, running the like butchers who want to eat you yeah there's a lot of reasons that someone wants to get a hold of the trev sheep yeah and yeah. so i'm imagining i wake up in the middle of a field yep and, and you think you're just like Got drunk. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, you you know, can't remember the night res, I wake up, you know, and it's like... Close up uh, on your face. Close up on my face, and it's just an eye, and it opens, and it's not a human eye. It's a, it's a sheep eye. No, no, it is, it is a human eye. <laughs> I think this sheep has your human face and beard. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's close up on your face, and then... And the beard just goes, just continues down into the... The beard into the- essentially just, yeah, it looks like you've got the beard, but when it does zoom out, you see that the beard is just actually the sort of, the part of your, your woolen... Um, Coat. Uh, yeah. Coat. Coat? No, yeah, fleece. Fleece, yes. That is what I was trying to think of. Uh, yeah, that is sort of bunched up around your face. And I don't have the bald spot, or I do still have the bald spot. <laughs> <laughs> you do, but only because a teenager did, like, like it, this sort of a version of cow tipping. It's, it's come and take a piece of wool off a sheep. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll give a sheep a bald spot. That, 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 that's a very long... Like, come and take. <laughs> it's called. Well, it's called. Well, I was going to say it's called sheep shearing, but that that no. doesn't sound all right because that's when you get take all of it off. Yeah. Um, sheep trimming. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Sheep balding. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, has to be on my head. It's called sheep pattern baldness. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, that happens. And then it, oh, I feel like it's almost a, like, um, goat simulator Oh, hell yeah. Sort 100%. of situation where um, you're just running around, getting into situations. Me, Trevor Scott the sheep, is, yep. is running around. For some reason, I get a Lamborghini at some stage, and I'm driving around. Like, a Lamborghini? Yeah. Yeah. I I did mean that. that okay. <laughs> um, you just didn't hit it hard enough, so I had to make sure. Yes. Um, that's pretty good. Uh, a Lamborghini. Mm. And um, what's his name? I can't remember the, the guy who's always in the Australian, like, Australia Day lamb ads. Sam, whatever oh. his name is. Shearman. <laughs> No, he's an actual, like... I don't know. Uh, Australia is uh, uh, disrupting the whole podcast just so you can figure out... Sam Kekovic. Sam Kekovic. Sam Kekovic, he he turns up Sam Kekovic, okay. Never heard of him. 
you you would have you would have seen him in some of the ads if you've watched any of the Australia Day ads about Lamb. I probably haven't, but so yeah. Well, and I think you definitely like turn up in the background of one of his ads. You're sneaking like he's through. filming an ad. Yeah, he's fi- he's, he's filming an ad, and it's like one of those things where someone walks through the back of an back of you know a um a news report, and they stop, mm-hmm. and they just sort of yeah. stand there for a little bit, and I'm just imagining like, me don't quite realize trying on different sunglasses totally yeah because he's <laughs> sort of doing it like in an outside and- mall sort of area <laughs> yeah the, com- the player's controlling you this whole time though yeah it's, it's in second person yeah 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 so you, you can move you can move you around interact with all the different things you you're limited to the space that is within that shot for this yep. little you know sec segment or or just whenever you get into that space it cuts to the camera's view <laughs> I'm just wondering if you could, if you did a whole game, and this is me, me going away from this idea and going more okay. to the idea of second person gaming, where, yep, like if you're looking at security cameras and you're controlling the mm-hmm. person on the security cameras, is that second person? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, maybe. Because I mean, you are it, you are viewing it from the point of view. If if you actually put it out that you're viewing it from the point of view of a security guard, yeah, watching watching security cameras, and he's switching between security cameras, and you're. But you're, then, what is third person? Like, I'm just sort of thinking. Third person is. I mean, I know what it is. Yeah. conceptually, like or, or like like. In, when it's been implemented and what that is, but like conceptually, what is third person versus second person? Because it's in both cases, it's an outside. Yeah, but second person view. is he. He is doing something, or they are doing something. Well, third no. person is third person is that third person is speaking about someone else. Second person is saying you, mm. like. Because first person is saying, I did something. Yep. Second person is saying, you did something. And then third person is saying, he did something. So, how do you translate that into mm. into video games of of me telling you what happened? <laughs> me telling you the view of what happened to you. I guess maybe it's just sort of- It almost has to be a perspective yeah. thing of I'm- Yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess, I guess sort of, yes, the security camera would have that in a way because it's me, it's my view. Yep. But the game, but it, the story's about you. you. Yeah. 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 Um, so, in saying that, and we've just, yeah. uh, it feels like a little, little tangent. A little bit of a tangent. Okay. Um, in saying that, do the old Resident Evil games, which kind of feel, you know, because of the right. tank controls, are they second person? I mean, you could almost you could almost say then that any fixed camera, in a way, is. I, I guess it really depends on. I think it it's probably pretty heavily depends on whether those views are supposed to represent a character's a character's perspective yeah. or not. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise it's sort of just third person. And we actually had a whole episode on second person gaming. When, oh, we've when, done it many. Yeah, we've done it a number of times. When, when we when we had the amazing uh, game historian uh, Jim Fishwick on the um, mm. on the podcast. Um, yeah, yeah. When we had Jim on, 
we we discussed the, a number of real games that were real that games, were, right? That yes. was second person, like the Doom the Doom mod, where yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but sometimes we do have to remind ourselves of that concept. Yes. Um, I think let's just, should we quickly yeah, do, 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 more do one more? In case I cut a whole bunch of that rambling. I don't. I, I don't think I'll. I don't think, I don't think I you will. I don't think you will. But just in case. Steward. Routine. Okay. Maybe like a, like a flight attendant. Hmm. Yeah. And, and sort of a day in the life almost, or a, or just like a, yeah, an everyday contemporary, well, it doesn't have to be contemporary. No. He's a future flight attendant. Ooh, He's yeah. He's a flight attendant on like a trip to, Ma- tri- trip to Mars where they- Yeah. Where that could be interesting, actually, because- Where they even, jaunt. Even- <laughs> Well, maybe not a flight attendant through the jaunt. But- <laughs> but like a, a trip to Mars, like Mars trips to Mars have become you know just something that people can do. But it still takes you know weeks. Yeah. And so it is important that you know we're we're trying to give these customers a a comfortable time, a comfortable trip, and so that you're going to have staff who is employed to you know to assist with that. So that could be an interesting interesting perspective then. Uh, you know, talking to the other attendants in the staff room about the shitty passengers that you've got to deal with and that you stuck with them for weeks at a time. Yeah. Kids running around, breaking things like the life support system. <laughs> for some reason, I just really like the idea of you're this new sort of hire, you're coming on, you're learning mm-hmm. all the ropes and you're also- noticing some weird things that are happening on this on this airplane where it feels as though sometimes space plane i mean <laughs> seat number 13 is kind of possessed like it keep, <laughs> right it, you know every time every time that you're on you know the the masks drop down just on mm. just on 13 and you sort of well there's a lot that can go wrong on a very complicated piece of machinery yeah on the space plane uh and yeah uh, yeah, it almost gives me a bit of like a Star Trek Lower Decks kind of feel, but instead of, you know, being officers of of whatever the Federation is, you're just your staff member, like you are yeah. attendants, and you're sort of dealing with the shit that goes along with this sort of this sort of trip. Oh, and of course, because you know, these trips take a long time to get from. Yeah, well, this you is know, what I'm saying. To get from Earth At least to Mars. weeks. Yeah. And you've got to be switched on a lot of that time. Like, these people, don't they don't want to sit down. It's like, well, the captain hasn't turned off, no. the, hasn't turned off the, um, the fast new seatbelt sign yet. Like, yeah. you have to remain seated. So, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Look, like, the first 72 hours, you must stay in one spot. The, it, it's unsafe. We've given you- you know, we've given you an and, I- and we've given you an iPad, which has, you know, all the latest movie. Yeah, that's right. The, most of it. <laughs> most of the latest movie they made. Yes. We know that all all corporations have merged into one single co- <laughs> massive mega corporation. And so they re- only release one, you know, 
32-hour <laughs> movie per per year. But we've got most of it on here for you. Yeah. As much as we could fit on our storage systems. Well, unfortunately, so, it couldn't fit too much, so it's only at 300p. But, you know, it's only a small screen. It should yeah. still look fine. And speaking of P, when, as I said, when the catheter comes out of the, 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 the cabin, in the, the ceiling of the cabin- that means it's pee time. Except and, for uh, if you're in, in number three, uh, in, in seat number 13, that mask should never be inserted because <laughs> it, yeah, may, be, it may be possessed <laughs> and we don't know yeah. that yet. <laughs> and you don't want ghosts in your urinary tract. No. You don't <laughs> want a urinary tract haunting. Yeah. We've dealt it's too many worse times than a, a urinary tract infection. In yeah. fact, you know, you've gone one letter backwards. That's a right. UTH. And it's it's yep. almost as bad as a urinary tract infestation. And look, we got rid of most of the triples. It's better than the urinary tract garden. Like, because that's another letter back. That's- well, you don't want that. And it's, yeah. Uh, and you keep going back letters and you've got the fungus. And that was, we had to, we had to disinfect this whole cabin. So just be happy. That you get a clean catheter yep. while you're watching the hundred hour epic from Disney WB. Yep. hundred and twenty seven hours uncut. Yep. <laughs> and speaking of if you're uncut. No. <laughs> That's right. hundred and twenty seven hours uncut in in which you you have to sit there and watch as a guy just yells out to to, yeah. to be saved. That's it. And then decide around that you know, hundred and hundred and twenty three hours in that he's going to very, very painfully cut his arm off. Yeah. Which takes the remaining four hours. <laughs> and he's just screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah. It's um, a remake. It, 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 it is interspersed with what people were actually doing during these 127 hours. So, there's a, a couple of people going going shopping and- Yeah. Uh, someone, sit, someone enters the DMV at like hour two and exits the DMV at hour 92. Like, that's how long they were actually in the- Yeah, we cut back to them periodically. Yeah. They're still waiting. What can I say? We replaced all the writers with AI- Fucking take what you're given. Anyway. That's the end. That's the end. That's all we've got time for this week. Thank you for joining us this week on BitStorm. If you'd like to find all of our previous episodes, go to podchaser.com slash BitStorm. Uh, leave us a review and um, that's it. Leave us a review, please. Thank you. Uh, also, if you like the song that we play at the start end of each episode, that song is called Mount Defiance of the album Containment Failure by the band Kuradust. Go check it out. Um, free. Kuradust.bandcamp.com. Lots of songs. That's right. So thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstop. I'm Menslinger. I'm Trevor Scott. And just be thankful that you don't have a urinary tract devil. You don't want a UTD.